Um, just to just share a couple of minutes, uh, and I thought it would just tie a small portion of the series we introduced last week on anxiety. And we know, boy, if, if anybody um, has the potential to have a lot of anxiety, it's the moms. And, and the, the thing I was trying to introduce last week is that uh, we all worry, it's, all of us do, it's human nature to, to worry, um, but where it becomes really problematic is when it starts to take over our life and our mind and our thinking, and it can really, really affect us, it can weigh us down, and, you know, in Proverbs, we, we said last week that, you know, an anxious heart weighs a person down, and so when, when we're full of anxiety, it, it, literally, <clears throat> it literally drains us. Weighs us down. And we miss out. This is what's so key. We miss out on the things that are right there in front of us, the beauty that's right there in front of us. There is no perfect situation. You're never going to arrive. Just that's free. You're never going to be there. It's well, you know, when you're when the kids are spilling things, as Erica talked about, then you wish you're past the stage when they're spilling things. And then they aren't spilling them anymore, and then you wish. And so you just got to decide. Decide today. Thank you, God, for today. Thank you for what's right in front of me today. And um, before I went on, I wanted to just take a minute. You know, I think last week I was telling a story. You know how I tell stories. And I went on and on and on. And I offended offended someone that I did not mean to offend. And... um, so my sincere apologies, it was not intentional, and uh, I, would never want to, um, I would never want to do that. And so I, I'm sorry for the, the person that I offended who was watching online. And uh, I, I was thinking about how our anxiety weighs us down. And one of the things that happens is because we can think about tomorrow... The ability to think about tomorrow is an amazing gift. You can think about tomorrow. Sometimes the greatest gifts in our life, we don't realize are gifts. You know, there are a lot of animals that can't think about tomorrow. Now, I'm not enough of a, uh, of a, a, a sci- scientist to explain to you what animals know and what they don't know. We know that some of them can store away food for winter and things like that. But this incredible ability for us humans to think about tomorrow has given us so much that you can stop and think and plan and, and uh, um, the ability to just make a plan. Like for one of the things that I did this week is I sat down with Vicky and I said, let's make a plan for Mother's Day. So I wanted to plan ahead. <laughs> did anybody forget to plan ahead for Mother's Day? It's a, it's a, it's a blessing that you can think about tomorrow, but it's also, in a way, it becomes a curse, and here's what I mean. You start thinking about tomorrow, and you can think about all these scenarios. Anybody ever been down this path before in your mind? So Jesus says, give no thought for tomorrow. I don't think he meant, don't make any plans, don't, don't have any um, deadlines on your calendar, but I think what Jesus was teaching us was, what, sometimes what happens is, we start to think about tomorrow, and we don't just worry about our problems, we start to worry about our potential problems. Who's ever done this before? Start talking yourself into problems. Anybody ever been down story lane in your own mind? 
I mean, you're, you're seven problems deep and you haven't even hit the first one yet, but this is the ability of the mind. And so Jesus knew this and he says, give no thought for tomorrow. Don't, don't let tomorrow take over, but live in today. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Isn't that true? And each day has enough joy of its own. Isn't that also true? So I just want to leave you with one scripture, one key, Philippians chapter 4. And this one, this is one, as I often joke, you need to put on your refrigerator. This is one you need to memorize. This is one you need to bury deep inside because this will change, this will change your life. If you can grasp onto this, which I, Paul taught, he taught from prison, by the way. This isn't Paul sitting on uh, some beautiful island. I mean, you know, like we're, we're getting ready to travel this fall to Italy and see some of the places that Paul went. And of course, we're going we're gonna to see the prison that he went to, but we're mostly going to sit out in the sun and drink lattes. You know what I mean? So when Paul writes this, he's not writing it from the beauty of a resort, He's writing it from prison, and not just any prison, prison he didn't deserve to go to, and prison he went to for doing something good. All I could think about is how angry I would be. That's all I could think about. How angry I would be if I went to prison, and if I went to prison for doing something good, if I went to prison for doing something good for God. And Paul writes... The most incredible, encouraging, hope-filled letter. And in it, he says this, brothers, don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, now he was in a situation, wasn't he? In every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Every situation. This is, this is tough, but this is incredible. If you can grasp that one idea, because here's what happens. When we worry, our little mind gets going crazy. Someone called it the monkey mind. Anybody know who that one is? Yeah. When your mind just starts darting here and saying all these things and you start worrying, you need a replacement. It's not enough to tell yourself, don't worry. You need something to replace it with. So what would you replace it with? Well... Paul says you replace it with prayer. You get into a situation, you start to feel anxious, you feel worried, you're upset about tomorrow, you replace it with prayer. You take the thing that you're worried about. Now, you have to begin by giving it a name. This is, this is harder than you think, you know. Um, I'm worried about what? Uh, I don't know. I, I think I'm worried about money. Okay, why are you worried about money? Because we don't have any. All right, a good start. It's a good start. We need more of it. All right? Can you eat today? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can eat. What, what do you need? First thing that you need is you need to eat. I, I got enough to eat. What are you worried about? Eating tomorrow or the day after. Isn't this true? I'm worried about it the day after or the day after or the day after. And then the other thing that I'm worried about is, but what if I lose my job? What if I lose my job? Well, what if you lose your job? Then you won't have a job. Anybody here ever lost your job before? Okay, so evidently it happens. 
I'm not making light of it. I'm telling you, this is how you have to think. You have, you have to decide. You have to name what the actual worry is. Well, then I'm going to have to look for another job. Anybody here ever look for a new job? And here's the thing. Anybody ever get a better job than the job you left? Sometimes you go, thank God I got fired. <laughs> because I found something else. Maybe it's better pay. Maybe there's nicer people. Maybe it's a shorter commute. Maybe you found more happiness. In other words, a lot of times when you, when you have to name the thing that you're worried about, then you have something that you can pray about. And you pray. You turn your worries into prayers. But here's the key. The key little mixer. Thanksgiving. With Thanksgiving. You've got to sprinkle some Thanksgiving in there. If you're a follower of Christ, every day is Thanksgiving. Every morning you wake up, bust out the turkey and stuffing. Put it on your toast. Everybody put some cranberry sauce on your toast. Every single morning, this every day, if you're a follower of Christ, is Thanksgiving. It's a day to sprinkle on. Why? You have to work to think about, I have something I can be grateful for today. It may be tiny, but you find something. And I give you thanks for this. I give you thanks that there's breath in my lungs. I give you thanks for this family member. I give you thanks. For, and you just begin to be thankful. And what happens is this. <clears throat> Paul goes on to say this. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. What I'm going to teach you about in the series as we go is I'm going to teach you how to transcend. This is an unbelievable, unbelievable thing. A lot of us live our life at the level of our mind and our thinking. And, you know, something happened um, way back during the, um, during the scientific revolution when Newton and all of these guys started to teach us about our universe and these laws, and we started to use our minds. And, boy, it did a lot for us. It created all kinds of medicines, and it took us in so many advances in so many ways. But... In some ways, we threw the baby out with the bathwater. And here was the baby. Just listen. Knowing here, spiritual inner knowing. Say, oh, Chris, that's just a bunch of hogwash. You shouldn't buy into all that. I mean, we need to use our minds more. I didn't say throw away your mind. But your mind can only take you so far. Please listen to this. Your mind can only take you so far. And sometimes your mind will take you in the worst places. So you need something to transcend it. When religion or faith is working right, that's exactly what it's doing. It's teaching you to transcend. And the peace of God, which transcends. You ever meet somebody and you go, you shouldn't be happy. Your life's screwed up. You ever meet them? Huh? Everything's great for you. You got a great job. You got money rolling in. You got the kids. Everyone's obeying. And you meet your friend, and everything's screwed up, and they're happy. And you're pissed off. <laughs> it's true. How dare you be happy? You know? You're, do you know how screwed up your life is right now? And this is true. Why? Because some people, they discover the spiritual secret of transcending. And this little secret that Paul taught, Jesus keyed us into, frees us from anxiety, 
allows you to fully participate in your life today. And that's what we'll be talking about, right, in the weeks that are to come in the age of anxiety. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. First Peter chapter 5 says this, cast all your anxieties, all your cares on him because he cares for you.